Thanks for tuning in to the 100th episode of the Happiness Playbook, a podcast that supports your practice of play theory, a life strategy that helps you achieve happiness through hope, creativity, and validation of self and others. Here at the Happiness Playbook, we know that our attitude plays a huge role in how we handle the challenges that come our way. So listen up to this very special episode celebrating our 100th post as we focus on the positive and share tips and practices to improve your happiness game. I'm Larie Florence, and I'll be your host for episode 100 of the Happiness Playbook. 100 is kind of a big number that we should be celebrating, so hip hip hooray! I thought since it's kind of a big deal, we'd do something different and experience the power of play theory in real time. So if you're listening while you're doing some shopping, or if you've got your earbuds in and you're doing hill repeats on your bike, you may want to save this one for when you can be 100% present. I promise it'll be worth it. And for the rest of your day, you'll breathe a little deeper and feel a lot better if you'll take the time to follow along with us as we do a mini play theory workout. But before we get to that, I want to give a shout out to Rye Bebe, my lion, who left us a review on iTunes. Quote, I really enjoy listening to this podcast each week. It gives me tools for dealing with life's challenges in a productive and happy way, unquote. Thank you so much, Rai Rai, no, let's see, Rai Bebe, my lion, for taking the time to share that. I really appreciate it. I had posted a reel on Instagram on how easy it is when listening to the Happiness Playbook on your podcast app on your phone to just scroll down and until you see those five stars and the reviews, and then you can tap on those five stars and you can write a quick review for the podcast. Honestly, the trickiest part is figuring out that you have to scroll down because otherwise you're looking for a button or something to click that says reviews and you won't see it unless you've scrolled down. So thank you for proving it is possible. Rye, baby, my lion. All right, time for our workout. Let's get to it. We've talked about how play theory is a mindset. A mindset is a way of thinking. Our brain is always taking in data and making decisions. We can't stop it from thinking. The more of the data that our brain can turn over to autopilot, the less energy our brain spends and the more efficient it is. Just like in a car, efficiency means better mileage, which to our brain looks like increased longevity. And to our brains that are obsessed with survival, that is good stuff. To save fuel, our brains categorize input and make predictions about outcomes so they don't always have to be doing the computational math about all of the variables. This is why a mindset is helpful. Okay, so a mindset is a good thing, right? Yes, and it depends. If that mindset is not serving you, then no, it's not a good thing. For instance, I used to have a negative mindset. I thought no matter how hard I worked, success in life was still just a toss-up left to the capricious whims of fate. 
I was so convinced life was just a series of bad things that you endured that I felt surprised when something good did happen. To summarize, my motto was life is hard and then you die. This mindset may have spared my brain the energy it took to be hopeful, but it wasn't helpful because in order to justify this mindset, my brain was constantly on the hunt to find proof of this outlook meaning the negative was much more interesting to me, and consequently, I experienced life more negatively. Consider what kind of mindset you have right now. Did you even know you have a mindset? It can be hard to self-evaluate because it's the emotional water we're swimming in, and until we experience something different, where we're at is what feels normal to us. Consider, though, Is your normal mindset jaded, open, doubtful, hopeful, pessimistic, optimistic, or here's one I love, curious? Before we start our play theory workout, I want to invite you to be open-minded and hopefully, since you're still listening, interested as we share these experiential learning activities. Think back to when you were a young child and the openness you had to new ideas and experiences. Try to set aside prejudgments or assessments and be present as we do each of the following four activities designed to more fully experience the play theory principles. First, we're going to do some moving meditation with a mantra from Kundalini Yoga. It's a beautiful Sanskrit phrase, sat nam, or broken into four syllables, sata nam, each meaning birth, life, death, and rebirth. Let's say that a couple of times. Sata nam. Now, we're going to try tapping our thumbs to our index finger while saying sa. Then tap our middle finger to our thumb while saying ta. Then our fourth finger while saying na. And last, tap our pinky finger to our thumb while saying ma. Sa, ta, na, ma. If you can, close your eyes or soften your focus with your eyelids partially closed and that will help to really be present with this moving mantra. I've done this while hiking and my eyes were not closed, so whatever you're more comfortable with. But let's try that. Sa, ta, na, ma. Sa, ta, na, ma. Now remember, our brains like predictability. So patterns and rhythm are soothing. So try to follow a rhythm and repeat. Sa, Ta na ma sa ta na ma sa ta na ma. Now we're going to continue, but we're going to whisper sa ta na ma sa ta na ma sa ta na ma. And you can continue. And just do it in your mind again. Sa, ta, na, 
ma, not saying it out loud, sa, da, na, ma, sa, da, na, ma. Now you can whisper again, sa, da, na, ma, sa, da, na, ma. Now out loud, sa, ta, na, ma, sa, ta, na, ma. Last time, sa, ta, na, ma. Take a deep breath. How did that feel? If we were doing a workshop together in real time, this is the part where I'd ask for observations. Instead, here are some unabashed leading questions since we can't rely on group input. Did you notice if your breathing deepened? Did you feel calmer? Did you notice a change in your level of anxiety? If we had more time, you could do this for three whole minutes or until you felt your body responding and calming down and coming into a a place of presence. This is just one way to practice meditation or mindfulness. You can look up YouTube videos on a Sat Nam or a Kundalini meditation, or you can just try this on your own in some other variation. I personally love moving meditations. Hopefully this will inspire you to explore and find a mindfulness practice that will help you be more fully present, drawing your mind back from the possible perils awaiting in the unknown future, while also rescuing your brain from the trap of rumination and dwelling on a past experience that it can no longer have any effect upon. Okay, are you ready for the next one? Laughter for the sake of laughter is a good thing. It's kind of like the age-old adage, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, which came first, the smile or the positive feeling? Did you know that when you sincerely smile, not that I hope I don't look fat in this photo smile kind of smile, your body sets off a chemical spill of happiness. So let's let go and play and try it. When I say go, you're going to smile like you just won the lottery. I mean a big hurt your cheeks kind of effort. Okay, ready, set, smile. Hold it. Stop right there. I didn't say go. Okay, let's try it again. Remember, responsible smiling. No more goofing around. Ready, set, Go. Smile like your life depended on it. Flex those cheeks. Get those eyes involved. No zombie fake creep you out because you know it's not real kind of smiles. Hold it. Keep smiling. Hold it. Don't stop. You got this. Keep it going. Feeling strain? Change it up. Show those teeth. Try opening your mouth. Now add a stomach flex while exhaling. Maybe you'll even chortle a little. Keep smiling. Can you recall something that made you laugh? Maybe it's the meme of the guy slipping on the ice for 45 seconds straight or something you or a friend did that you'll always laugh about. Keep smiling. Now try to add some laughter. Keep it up. Throw your head back and let it out. Okay, take a long, deep breath and follow along with me. Hold your breath. Smile, keep smiling. And now while exhaling, laugh it out. (laughs) 
we have to look inward and focus our minds on our breath. So you're going to breathe in. Start with your stomach. Push it out as you draw air deep into your diaphragm. This time, close your mouth and breathe in through your nose. And as you breathe out, part your lips slightly so you're blowing the air out, using your abs to exhale every last bit of air. Now when your lungs are completely empty, close your lips and inhale deeply through your nose and keep going. Inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth. Focus your attention on the sensation of your belly expanding with each breath, pushing in with each exhalation. Let your mind let go of anything it's trying to hold on to, some future worry or past event, and stay with the breath. Breathe in, breathe out. Now, on this next inhale, invite your mind to think about something that makes you smile. It doesn't have to be just one thing. Maybe there are many things. Maybe it's something you have. Maybe it's someone you love. Keep breathing in and breathing out. Maybe it's an experience you've had. Breathe in, breathe out. Now keep breathing deeply and think of that thing that makes you smile and think of a person that made that thing that you value possible. Maybe you're grateful to be alive. Then consider what your mother did to make your life possible. Maybe you're grateful for your education, your health, your wealth. Then think a teacher, a mentor, someone who led by example. You get the idea. Do you have someone in mind? Right now, I want you to take a few minutes and write them a note of appreciation. Doesn't have to be a formal thank you. You could text them, or better yet, if you're truly fortunate, you could call them and tell them how grateful you are for the role that they've played in bringing something joyous into your life. If you can't call them, or you don't know them personally, or maybe they have passed on, you could post about them on social media or tell someone else in your life about how this person has served you. Okay, hit the pause button and do it. hope you took the time to reach out to that person and let them know how much you appreciated them and you looked outward and helped them feel valued and validated. If you did, I know that you had a wonderful feeling as well. Thank you for coming along on this Play Theory workout celebrating our 100th episode. I hope even in this limited way of participating that you felt the power of Play Theory. These four principles, when applied, can change your mindset and open you up to more vibrant connections and improved emotional well-being. I hope you'll continue to practice play theory in your day-to-day life. Just like with our physical fitness, it's not a one and done. We'll only see results with regular practice. So keep it up. Here at the Happiness Playbook, we've got your back. 
and we hope we'll see you next week for more ideas and practice to help you with your happiness game. Remember, happiness isn't something that happens to you. It's something that you make happen. And thanks for doing just that on this episode of the Happiness Playbook. We'll catch you next week. Till then, keep practicing. You got this.